Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place. Like Texas, you've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Wealthy people do three things, man. They stop trading time for money. They make their money work for them. And they give as much value to people as they can. The reason why people think wealthy people or people with money are sinister is because that's what you kind of taught in the hood. Like, you kind of taught, like, the people who really have money, like, they did some wicked shit to get it. They did some backstabbing, cutthroat shit to get it, and you'll never get that. All them people with money, they all crooks. Because being at the bottom teaches you to envy people at the top. One of the things that happens often in the culture of black people is survival mode. You never get a chance to play offense. You're always on defense. One, because of mindset. Because you don't see it. Again, the dope dealer and the rapper, everybody who's working is struggling. And so you never want to be that. A good business is just like a good hustler. A good business has great product. They have great clientele. A great hustler has a great product. He has consistent clientele. I understand that uh, knowledge is what gives us leverage in life. It's not about how strong you are. It's about what you can learn. And then how can you actively apply that? I have this acronym called FEAR, finally exiting average reality, right? And what happens is until we can overcome the fear, some people actually fear success. Mm -hmm. Success comes with a lot. 
right? But until you can overcome that average reality that you're living in, no matter what you're on, once you become comfortable there, it becomes average. Anyone can live in average. Everyone can live in mediocrity, right? Then there's those outliers who consistently push themselves to go to the next level. And the thing about the human mind and the human body, it will go as far as you push it. As long as you believe in it, like you said, the only belief that matters is what do you believe you can do? I personally believe that there is nothing I cannot do. And for me, it's all about impact, purpose, fulfillment. Like the money is a byproduct of everything else. That isn't my focus. My focus is I have a knowledge and information that I know that can change lives, not just one life, not just like lives. And so the way that you change lives is by consistently learning, finding new ways to put that information out there, being able to open up, being able to be vulnerable because people need to connect. People connect to knowledge in the way that they can see two things that help people, imagery and vocabulary, what they see and what they hear. Right. So most people won't connect to a certain knowledge because the people who speak it don't relate and two can't speak the knowledge in the way that they can eat it. So for me, it's always about how do I attain as much? It's always a challenge for me. How can I attain as much knowledge as I can? Because I love learning. But then how do I take that and be able to now reciprocate it? I give it to somebody who may not understand calculus or trigonometry. But if I can give it to them in this way, they can say Oh yeah, I got it. And there's more people that struggled in the world that has become successful. So struggle has to become a language that I'm, I struggle. So that's the language I'm great at. So if I can break down things into a struggle language, now I make it the game winnable for everybody. And that's the goal, to make the game winnable for everybody who's bold enough to step into the batting cage. If you're bold enough to do it, there's an experience that comes from that. And that experience is so exhilarating, it will take you to the next level. Mm. Because now you keep chasing the next level of you. And that is when you start understanding life at a whole nother concept, when you start understanding that, yo, for the longest, I was just low level living. I was low level thinking. Now that I've been exposed to something, and I say this often, whatever you haven't been exposed to isn't your fault. Once you get exposed to it, you now are accountable for it. And so once I've become exposed to so much knowledge and information, once I expose you to it, you accountable because now you can no longer say I didn't know. So like just coming up in the streets, you only see the game from the lowest level. And you look at everybody else in part admiration and part like jealousy because you see it and you're like, damn, I'll never get there. Right. And so the only way that I think I can get that is through sports or hustling. That's it. That's the only, or rapping. Those are the only three options that you have. And so you, you, you make a decision on which way you want to go, right? And so you look at it from like, damn. And so me, I'm at the time like, no, I can't rap. Damn sure I can't play sports. So hustling is what I got. You limit yourself and nobody comes along and teaches you anything different. Mm. The reason why you give people so much value is because if you give them so much value, they'll never leave you and they'll always be for them, definitely. And you will never need for anything as long as you give value to people. And so I learned that as I got older, that part really didn't make sense to me at the time, but the money working for you part, and I was like, what the, how do you make your money work for you? Mm. Again, all I know is how to go get money. That's all I know. 
So later on in that, he says wealthy people do three things. So this may be in itself about 45 days. So all of his conversations, now that you said, it's never was black or white. Every conversation with him about money and transition was always wealthy people do. It was always, it wasn't white people do, it wasn't black people, it was always wealthy people do this. Right. Wealthy people do this. And I was like, damn, and now that you said that, this now makes sense to me again. So he says, wealthy people, first they get into stocks, then they start a business, and then they get real estate. So if when people ask me, how did I get into stocks, it's because I followed that rule. Mm. I was like, first, let me, if he would have said real estate, business, I would have been the real estate trap. <laughs> <laughs> but he said stocks first, and I was like, damn. And so I just, my, my rest of my time in prison, I wanted to be that. I wanted to be a part of that wealthy conversation. Explain that basic idea of ownership for people that might not quite put it together that stocks really are owning that company. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually got that term from Warren Buffett. Owning a stock is like it's owning a percentage of a great business. And so when, once I understood that concept, I understood that the key to wealth is through ownership. Like that's what that's, that was one of the things that made it click because I studied the wealthy people. Like I studied them yeah. um, and I was like, damn. When you study Reginald White, one of the first black men to make a billion dollars on Wall Street, it was about, he wanted it to have ownership. So I said, the key to building wealth is not how much you can work. You can't work your way to wealth. Mm-hmm. You gotta invest your way to, and all wealthy people, black, white, Asian, Chinese, they own a whole bunch of shit. The people who aren't wealthy is because they don't own nothing. You only have your money sitting in cash. If your money is just sitting in cash, realistically, you're becoming poorer every day. Right, or they own depreciating assets. And that's what cash is. It's a depreciating asset because the more money they print, the more money that money loses value. So if it's just sitting, it's the reason why the bank wants you to have your money there. So they can take it and use it and invest (laughs) it so much and be like, hey, it's just sitting, I'm gonna give you 50 cents on whatever you had in there. And so the idea of ownership was, you know, we can just start owning everything that we, no matter, if it's just a stock, like that's powerful because if you can start owning the businesses that you now consume every day, you turn a one-time transaction to a lifetime of profit. And that was major for me because if I go to a store and buy a pair of Nikes, that's a one-time transaction. In order for me to get something from them again, I gotta come back and buy another pair of Nikes. But if I own the Nike stock, long as I own it, it's a profitable, um, vehicle for me. So that one-time transaction be- can become a lifetime of profit if I own that business. If I'm a buy Apple, if I know I'm an Apple user, if I know I got the phone, I got the AirPods, I got the MacBook, I got the PC, I got I'm excited when Apple's about to drop something, why wouldn't I own it? As much of it as I can. And so now instead of me getting excited about Apple Lime being around the corner because it's a new phone, I'm like, yo, y'all about to make me some money. <laughs> and another great thing about the stock market is, for me, it now makes me pay attention to the world. And so now I understand what's going on in the world. I started learning business cycles, market cycles. You know what I'm saying? Like, because now I can understand, yo, this is okay. Things are going out of business. Okay, we're, we're in this cycle. Okay, people are hiring. Okay, we're in expansion cycle. And so now I started to take, I took an economic class on my own without just understanding the world. And so you start understanding when something is happening in China. Okay, something happening in China. So I own Apple. Apple is, has 20% of their revenue in China. Okay, they might take a little hit right now. 
You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. the stock market helped me start understanding how the world moves the fundamentals. Right. 